0: for with you O oh lord is the well of life and in your light we see life i speak to you in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen please be seated have you ever encountered someone who radiates deep joy in the peace by the New York Times commentator, David Brooks. He writes, every once in a while, I meet a person who radiates joy. These are people who seem to glow with an inner light. They are kind, tranquil, delighted by small pleasures, and grateful for the large ones. These people by no means are perfect, They too get exhausted and stressed. Sometimes they make errors in judgment, but they live for others and not for themselves. They have made unshakable commitments to family, a cause, a community, or faith. And they know that they were put on this earth to live into that call. It's not that life is easy for these people. It isn't. But they have taken on their burdens of others and have a serenity about them. A settled resolve. He goes on to write, "When you meet these people, you realize that joy is not just a feeling. Joy is an outlook. It is an outlook on life. And so my questions for you today here at St. Anne's are the following. Is your faith about following the letters of the law? Or is it about experiencing the sacramental grace? with joy. And I posit the following, what if Christian life is fundamentally about moving away from strict legalism of religious prescription and exchanging it for a joyful relationship with Jesus Christ based on the love of God and lived? in love for neighbor. Scripture affirms that Jesus came to give us life, and life more abundantly. That's what's demonstrated in today's Gospel. In the midst of crisis and scarcity, God provides with abundance and generosity. So today I want to focus on joy as the response to God's intervention in the midst of the world. You know, governments seem to focus on creating laws to solve human problems, and certainly there is a place for legislation and order. Our fundamental brokenness as a species necessitates that we have amendments outlawing slavery, ensuring the rights to vote for women, and civil rights legislation. Yet one reason why we continue with Uh, to struggle with living into the professed ideals advanced by our democratic republic is that legalism does not necessarily lead to joyful transformation. Legislation, you can legislate all you want, but unless there is a change of heart and a change of mind, with joy, there is not going to be societal transformation. In our Gospel today, Jesus transforms water that was intended to be used for a legalized ritual practice into an experience of joy and abundance in the midst of scarcity. He instructs the servants to fill six purification jars. According to legal tradition in Moses' times, stones could never become impure. So they were the ideal container for ritual and ceremonial purposes to contain water. And this water was used as a part of washing rites that emphasized ritualistic cleanliness, according to ancient Jewish commentaries in the Mishnah. Jesus uses those stones as a way of conveying a profound truth, that he did not come to abolish the law and the prophets. Rather, he came to use those very laws to convey the ability of God to provide abundance amid scarcity, joy in place of despair. The transformation of the ritual water into wine, a sign and symbol of joy and celebration, occurs at a wedding feast. And it is a sign and symbol of times to come where Jesus himself offers himself as an atonement for sin and a pouring out or a libation for the world, inviting those who follow to celebrate with him, celebrate in the cause of redemption and experiencing the abundant life that he alone can give. And so, as a result of that, Joy is a mark of receiving eternal life. Many times, those who profess to be Christians are accused of sucking the marrow out of life. Some of us tend to be rule-bound literalists rather than those who participate in the divine economy of grace-filled living. There is a lot of ink that the Apostle Paul used um, to talk about the letter versus the spirit of the law, if you recall from your sermons in Sunday school. Yet as Paul understood, and as we read in scripture, Jesus transforms the water of ritualistic legalism into the joyful wine of sacramental living. This transformation is not about abolishing rules. Rather, it's an invitation to experience the joy of living into God's abundance abundance, and to living into God's vision to love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. You know, wine, by the way, in Jesus' time, was usually stored in clay jars. And in contrast with the stone, clay is an impure vessel. So that's why perhaps St. Paul in 2 Corinthians suggests that we as Christians are clay jars. We are imperfect. Yet even in our imperfection, we can store and convey the grace of God through the work of the Holy Spirit. So despite our imperfection, Christ works through each and every one of us to live into the abundance of life given in in drinking Jesus' new wine. Beloved, the rule of law cannot save any of us, for we all fall short. We are saved by grace through faith. And our experience of this grace occurs through our active participation in the sacrament of receiving the real presence of Jesus in the body and the blood. For the blood is the cup of our redemption. So, how do we come to radiate joy? The landscape that makes the outlook of joy possible is certainly not one born out of the rule of law. Jesus invites us into a vision of a transformed society, a transformation of the waters of legalism kept in stone cisterns to the wine of joy stored in clay vessels. When we look at the state of the world, as people of deep faith like the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King or Archbishop Desmond Tutu taught us, it is not ultimately the rule of law that effects harmony. Rather, It is the joyful willingness to surrender ourselves to the abundance of God's imagination for the world that affects the transformation of our very being to become the beloved community of God. Today, each and every one of us are invited to joyfully receive the body, the sacrament of our Lord Jesus Christ, our life that is transformed, the transformation from being mere clay, to being fully made in God's image and likeness. The transformation of mere elements into the mystical presence of God's very body and blood. It is to that that God invites us and promises to be present with us this day. In this season where despair abounds and gloom hovers over us, we are invited to drink from the font of God's life-giving sacrament to experience God's joy. May that joy allow us to use the variety of gifts, as Paul writes, the varieties of services, the variety of activities, in the name of the one Lord we profess with our lips and live through our lives in the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. So that we can live into God's dream for the world, for the common good. So, my beloved at may we as a parish drink from the well of eternal life in order to allow the spirit of the living God to draw out the joy we receive so that we may share it in a world that so desperately